Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, this is Brandon um, with some pre-show inventory. Um, today on the podcast, we've got uh, we had to do this one on Zoom. Uh, Joe Para, Joe Para, Joe Para talks with you. One of the probably one of one of one of my favorite shows of the past decade. One of my favorite programs, and uh, he has a new special on youtube today uh joe paris slow and steady that is uh that is on youtube today and uh i just needed to uh plug a couple dates jamel will be in new orleans uh tomorrow tomorrow saturday saturday in new orleans uh if you're listening to it later than that then uh you, you goddamn you goddamn missed it um but uh Next month, I am uh, I'm gonna be in Morgantown, West Virginia, November third, November fourth. I'm gonna be in um, Pittsburgh at Bottle Rocket Social Hall, and November fifth, I'm gonna be in Cleveland at Hilarities. In addition, uh, we just added uh, let's see here, November fifteenth at Wise Guys in Las Vegas, and in uh in Las Vegas and uh November 16th wise guys in Salt Lake City so you know the the city of sin but then we got we're we're in uh you know Mormon Mormon country Mormon country getting right with God uh right after that and uh we're I think that's all that's uh, that's all I got to plug right now uh going to add more dates soon um but uh yeah um anyway enjoy me and jamel's conversation with uh our friend joe para folks <laughs> whoa 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 welcome to the brandon jamel show we're coming out we're co- we're doing this on the computer this time because um joe para joe para's here getting digital Joe, thanks for coming style. on. Hey. Thanks so much for having me. Um, new special coming out uh, today, as of today, I guess, when, when we're putting this out. Uh, slow and steady. Yeah. Um, wouldn't want wouldn't to spend premiere day with anybody else. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. <laughs> um, no, I appreciate I appreciate you coming on. The, la- the last I saw you was when you were last in Los Angeles on on this very tour that would later be filmed for your special yeah. and um we wa- we were uh we were watching um we were watching on the on the TV you can put YouTube whose idea was it Joe whose idea was <laughs> it to put on the clips I'll let you guess Jamel <laughs> 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 It was for, <laughs> it was one of those nights. It was you know, it was a sun. Was it a? It was a Sunday night, right? Yeah, I believe so. It was a you know, it's a it's a you're you're keeping it you're keeping it above board for the most part on 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 the tour. That's the thing. It's pretty. For the first stretch uh, last spring, we would go to have, go out and have drink after the show and we still do occasionally but it just slows you down especially when you got to drive and do a show the next night so the routine kind of became for a lot of the tour we would 
um, Dan, during my set, he would go pick up a bunch of tall boys of, like, IPA. He likes uh-huh. IPAs, so he'll get yeah. the, the, like, 7% IPAs. Is, and then we'll go back to wherever we're staying, me, Dan, and Grant, our tour manager, and mm-hmm. throw on an episode of Wild and Out, which I heard <laughs> is one of your favorite shows, too. Oh, yeah, tall boys, I call them small boys, but... Yeah, wild and out. We have. Uh, did we watch? Did we watch kick him out the classroom that night as well? I can't remember specifically. <laughs> it's not out of the question. Because I, um, this is. I, I, I feel like we're we're kind of. I hopefully off the the beaten path because I know you're on the you're on the circuit right now. Uh, I know you. Know, yeah, I know we're not the only one. You're on a you're on a media Ew. blitz. Why'd you you're, say it like that? Yeah, I didn't say it weird. I said it normal. I said it that was fine. Why the way I said that. Like, we're supposed to be um, the, his only podcast. No, I know that he has to. No, he's got to get word out about the special. But he's I, a man. I, he's got a special. It's out right now. It's on Netflix at, right now. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube it's right now. That's not even. It's the new Netflix. It's YouTube. It's it's today. It's hot. Um and yeah, I know that you know they're. I don't know what I don't know what they've what they've been talking about. But I'm I'm assuming that you haven't talked or wild and out yet on the other pods. No, this is a this is a first. This is a VGS exclusive. Wild and out is one of the most important shows in black comedy history. <laughs> it's been on for coming up on what twenty years, fifteen years. How long have they been doing wild and out? Cat Williams was on it. D Ray was on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cat it still is. Pops back in. Yeah. It's amazing the celebrities that come through, and it's it's very risky show to go on celebrity. But yeah, you're right. It's just think about how many comedy careers, like black comedy careers, were started, and now those guys are headlining because of the show. It is like there's a lot to be appreciated about it. Would you it's ever? Because it's like, uh, it's would like you, you go like on? Hit on a girl in front of like everybody in a t-shirt in a jersey, just like hit on a girl in a jersey. Would you ever? Would you ever? Uh, you know, enter enter the enter the wild and out Thunderdome, Joe. I don't think so. I feel like Jacob Williams and I yeah. are a little similar, and I feel like he does it really well. And they don't they don't need another uh, guy like a, you know, kind of oh yeah, nerd white guy. No offense, Jamel. Jacob, do you know J- Jacob Williams? Nah, I gotta get up. I gotta he's, get up today. Yeah, he's he's kind of the the awkward white boy on Wild and Out. And there's mm. there's two. There's like, I've I I feel like I've probably discussed this before, but there there are two routes that you can take as as a white person <laughs> on Wild and Out. <laughs> and <laughs> I feel like we so <laughs> we we know what those two <laughs> routes are. <laughs> One one is you know you go you go extra white, <laughs> you go you're like tuck oh, your shirt geez. into your underwear. Gee yeah. shucks, yeah. Uh, you know oh it sure is awkward that I have to rap now. Uh, and then the other out, you know we can get we can guess, <laughs> you know they you know really try to pass the rap test. Yeah, ex- right. extra flavor. Sure, sure. Extra flavor on it. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, I guess like. <laughs> Jacob Williams. Jacob Williams is sort of the uh, the alternate timeline, where you're <laughs> you're like you you uh, you're a wild and out guy. 
I, I mean, it's a, a great career opportunity, and yeah, I, I don't know. He, he is a good joke writer. I'd probably go into that show, but his jokes, even though he does, he is the dirty white guy on the show. His jokes hold up really well, even if yeah. he doesn't say them with the, the uh, great flavor as no, he's other a, people on the show. He's a, a funny. He's a funny comic. Um, there. Wait, so you guys would watch Wild and Out regularly on the on the road? It's hard to find something. You don't want to watch a movie. You got all <laughs> yeah. that after post-show energy. You don't want to watch a movie. We experimented with some of the garbage reality shows. But, like, it's fun. Dan, I think, would do really well on the show because he would get up and kind of, like, he's, play along with the games. He's and, got the energy. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that he would be a different. I think he would be a different something that that show has never seen before, either. Because they've never done scary white guy like white guy like ah like might jump out at you type. You think? Yeah. Oh, he shaved the beard. You know. I hope he's not. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I know he's not actually scary. But I think on Wild and Out, I think his third, the third kind of white guy would be like, oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, he's the scary it, one. He, it would be like a yep. you stupid situation. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan actually is very good at. Uh, he's much wittier than I am, and better at stuff like that. So I think, think he would do well. I would he's love more him if he uh, more adaptable to situations. He just is good at rhyming. And uh, <laughs> making up songs, it's 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 a it's a skill that I wish I had, but I don't. But he will, yeah. Grant can tell you that there'll be times we'll pause the TV and then he'll just do a, like a five minute. Uh, it's like playing along with the TV as a kid. It's <laughs> you know doing your own version at home and pretending, you know, like fake audition for American Idol. Dan kind of like. Well, did you <laughs> did you uh, you grew up with with Dan? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We went to middle school, high school, uh, college together. Dan, La- Dan Licata, for those who don't know, very funny comedian, and wrote wrote uh, some of the some of the best ofs, best ofs of the show. Um, yeah. The one that I mean, the the introductory episode I think for a lot of people is the church announcements episode. And that was Listen. that was him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he was, but he is, uh, if you, if you're not familiar, sort of, a a different, a different energy than, than Joe in terms of how he's, his public facing for his, how he presents. Unpredictable and, uh, <laughs> definitely not, uh, uh, yeah, a lot of people I think say that they wish that they had the nerve to tweet the stuff that he tweets, um, <laughs> which is not. It doesn't sound that brave, but, you know, he doesn't hold back about commenting on comedy comedians or anything, mm-hmm. you know. They're, yeah, our other friend says, you're probably going to not get a job because of that one. <laughs> or, uh, he, but, were you guys like, always friends? Were you guys always friends, like, in uh, middle school, like, the whole time you known each other? Yeah, but I think we got kind of closer uh, in high school. And that's when we started writing jokes together. And um, he used to do jackass stuff. Right? He would do, do jackass stunts. 
homemade yes. jackass. And that makes he, sense. He had nerve back then that I didn't have, so I was very amused. Sometimes I'd come up with suggestions, but like he uh, he put on his mom's thong one time and had our other friend mm-hmm. pants him in front of a pretty girl at school, and then go, what? <laughs> just like. This is dumb high school hijinks. That, uh, yeah, but he was never afraid to do stuff like that, and even really loved to 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 go just you know go for it. And that was his reputation, sometimes to his detriment. But um, I'll let him tell you about himself because he. Oh yeah. 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 Well, we gotta get him in here one of these days. Wait, and then did both of you start comedy like at? It like in college or high school? Yeah, when I was in school, I like I was a year ahead of Dan, so they had like an open mic night in the comedy club at school, and I would, uh, you know, I would it, we started writing in high school, but I would call him and run jokes by him, and he said that's good, and he was always like the first test, and we would write together, like if you could make Dan laugh, usually you could, it, the joke would work. So were you just, always, my bad, were, were you always, like, mad soothing? Like, in uh, middle school, were you, like, like the same, like, mellow, like, the most, like, you know what I mean? Like, talking to you is like a like a sweater on. I've always been uh, too soft-spoken, and, uh, yeah, I probably mumble too much, but now it's kind of just part of my incorporated into the comedy as opposed to try and you know, work against it but yeah lots of times uh, I have to say things a few times for people to hear which is yeah I should probably learn how oh. to protect no, you should. a little better but. no you're crushing what are you saying well there's but, there's yeah. a I mean um, I, I feel like a lot of times uh, people who are fans of yours uh will like i've i've had i've had people ask me like oh what is he oh what's he really like what's he really like <laughs> it, what's what oh like what's the is he really like that is he really <laughs> and, you know like there's there's people online who um i i don't know uh i don't know when i saw this but some somebody on reddit pulled up like an old video of you like like an early like an early stand up video where it's like, you know, I I don't know, you're you're uh you you had like a pretty fully formed persona like kinda early on, but it's like it's an it's a very early video where you're not talking exactly the way you do now and it's 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 people being like, Oh man, I've I can't b- I I you exposed him <laughs> You've ex- you've poked holes in this, and it's like you know, it's just what? Yeah, like I don't. Uh, the guy used to be nineteen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you? I mean, I don't like watching old clips and stuff. But if oh, you I watch, mean, I I hate it. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, because you started so young. When did you start, Jamel? I started when I was twenty-two. We started the same year. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah, we I got was, the same uh, bad RFD clips. We're trying to run from. I've uh, well, I yeah, no, it is embarrassing starting when I 
I mean, it's like I'm I'm happy I started when I did, but there's also there's like TV sets that I'm embarrassed about, you know. Um, but that's just that's that's a product of starting young, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's the yeah. digital footprint. I, I mean, know. you we met we met when I was uh, when I was but a boy. I remember that. That was. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I think about that when I see it. We've talked about it since, right? Yeah, but like I you think came not, up not publicly. No, but yeah, I was doing the uh, Arlington Draft House opening for Barry Rothbard, and yes. I guess the tradition is you go perform at the open mic in the front room uh, yes. while the, the 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 headliner is on stage, and we met. You're obviously very funny, and after the. Sh- show you said should i move to new york or la and i said new york and oh, you yeah, went to I, la which is <laughs> i should have I, well to, now now i want now i now I, I now i'm ready to now i'm ready to move really you're thinking about new york yes very much so wow he's well you know he's got a Brandon's been in town in a while, and it's it's the the list of coffee places he can, he can go to is shrinking in town. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> no, no, I'm just like I've been. I mean, I've I've been there a lot more the past couple of years. I go for like long periods of time, all like sublease for like you know uh, a month or two. But uh, yeah. no, I do. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to go there soon or like get a spot, whatever. But um, I that yeah. night, that night at the Arlington Draft House, I did I did remember being a I was an early Joe Para champion because you were you were featuring you were featuring in the main room. I was hosting the open mic, and I uh, I was already like I I think I was already a fan a fan of yours, um, and the the person who runs the open mic who also would book people locals in the you know in in the main room was uh this older gentleman who did not like me oh boy <laughs> did, this did is not like you gotta much. He, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna going i'm yet. not gonna dox him i'm not gonna dox okay. him okay i'm not gonna dox him but i will he really wants up. to dox him <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna dox him but i will he pull wants up. nothing more than to dox i will this pull man up this right this, now I will pull up this one photo for of a 8, man people to of a man who was trying to you know hold <laughs> hold Joe Parra down. And this is this is this guy. This is I'm not going to oh, say I don't his know if you name. can see him. I'm not going to say his name, but I this is the there's a photo what? of the yeah. But he was getting in your he was in your he was he was, uh, he was, <laughs> he was giving you a hard time, Joe. He was the gatekeeper and he uh you were on stage you were on stage in the main room, and I was like, "Oh, we gotta have we gotta have Joe Para come in and do a set at the open mic." And uh, he had a very high pitched voice, and he was like, "I'm not I'm not letting him do that weird stuff up here." Did I'm he not, really say this? He's up here doing some weird stuff. I don't. <laughs> and, uh, you know. Yeah, I'd never yeah. heard that before. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I guess I. <laughs> I I've never heard that impression before. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, I, I have. <laughs> What am I saying? Well, yeah. So I kind of um, I went rogue. I went rogue, and I was like, "We're you know we're throwing up we're throwing up Joe at the open mic." Oh, you were hosting? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. I see. 
And I, I was like, he, how did it even get to this? He was he was he was mad at me for letting Joe Perry perform at an open mic. <laughs> He's yeah, got his that's hands on and his now, head. And now, look. And now look <laughs> he's, he's doing that weird stuff up there. I told him not to do that weird stuff up there. I swear to God. He said he's doing that weird stuff up there. I don't want him to. I don't want him. <laughs> that is unfortunate. Which is, actually, which is strange because it's actually um, sort of, it's, it's uh, I would say, more accessible than than a lot of the the more uh, aggro mainstream comedy at the time, you know. It's more it's more inviting. They're regular, the time, even today. They're regular jokes with punchlines. They're just right. Yeah, but that's so funny. What's like you know what uh, when the uh, who is that? You know, oh, I'm trying to think. Or just like the Beatles performing on as Sullivan, like no rock music. Ed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sullivan's off the side. Or, like, yeah. I ain't letting him do that. He's doing they're doing the weird stuff up there. <laughs> Stop it! Pull the pull the plug out of the There's Weird stuff going on at the open mic. There's weird stuff. Weird stuff. He's doing that weird stuff. This is a normal open mic. <laughs> If the rest of these comedians yeah. see this weird stuff, they might be getting weird ideas, weird too. Ideas. Yeah. yeah. You never know what could happen next, man. It's a gateway. Yo, keep, yeah, keep in mind, most of the people performing at this this open mic are, like, like government contractors that live in Arlington <laughs> that, like, you know, wear, wear lanyards and have, uh, a, and have a pretty limited worldview and are, you know... Espousing pretty pedestrian jokes about um, dating and such. So this is, you know, I was, I, you know, I was a man who, you know, I, I, I saw, I saw into the future. You know, I was, I was a forward-thinking young you was gentleman. A man? There and, you go. And uh, you know, I was a, I was a boy, I was but a boy at the time. But I was, I was forward-thinking. Manly thinking. He was thinking and like a man. I, thinking like a know, man too. And the old guard. The old guard was trying to keep Joe Parra down. That's but, crazy. But not but not me. Not me. That's, way to go. Way to commandeer thanks. that, man. Yeah, yeah, thanks. I remember a warm environment and lots of, like, it was, I mean, you're very funny and you knew that, that like, you were, like, a step ahead of the, the other, oh, yeah, thanks, a lot of the other people performing immediately. But it seemed like a warm thing and it. Yeah, it was a nice thing to do, especially I didn't know anybody else. Uh, yeah, and uh, well, thank and the you, show. Man. Yeah, yeah, no, I, that was nice. Well, I I am uh, curious. I mean, just going back, because uh, like before before you had the show or the special or you know um, when when you were uh, more unknown and just sort of being thrust into situations <laughs> thrust into situations where the audience was unfamiliar with you um was there any uh what, what's like the worst blowback you received that's uh, like the the most hostility from an audience back in the day um the usually 
I talked, uh, you know, my stand-up's a little slower, quieter than um, other comedians at open mics. So a lot of the time, it would, if the jokes were good, people would tune in. But it would sometimes in louder environments, there's, if I couldn't be heard, it was impossible to win them over. And mm -hmm. I did one time, Matt Wayne, who's very funny, Buffalo comedian, threw me my first paid work. It was, he's like, the casino will give us a hundred dollars in uh, if we come perform, and I guess if you kind of stand and perform on the casino floor, and they it covers like some mandatory entertainment requirement that's not gambling, <laughs> mm -hmm. and it was uh, the there was it was just like the bar area of a casino, and it was my first. My dad went with me. It was the first time he ever saw me. Well, how, how old were you at the time? I think I was still in school. I had done stand up in Buffalo that had gone pretty well. Right. And but this was I just didn't know what to do and I had to like uh all the machines were ringing in the background. The whole audience was just a few people sitting drinks at a ta having drinks at a table and I was it was it went awful and I didn't know how to adjust and like I didn't know how to not take it personally, and I didn't know how to, you know, a wiser comedian like Matt, who'd been doing it longer, knew you get paid $100 to fill 20 minutes. It doesn't matter how it goes. And it's a survival situation. But I was right. throwing out these jokes that I worked really hard on and trying to keep my regular tempo and not... and. Uh, it just kept on going worse and worse, and my my dad was watching, and it felt awful. It was yeah, just yeah. like it's just an un, kind of an unwinnable thing if you don't have yeah. the tools and know how to just uh, yeah. If you're not experienced on stage, that were, that were one people yelling was worse. Yelling at it's you? worse. It's worse. Just nothing. Worse. Just nothing. Yeah, uh, you know, like uh, yelling is something you could go back. It's energy. This was right. just, and uh, yeah, that was that was brutal and that hurt really bad. But Damn. yeah, it's it's good. And now, yeah, it's just a learning experience. Uh, but you, now, you, but you've proved yourself to your your father. So I think, I think so. he's seen some good shows and he's yeah. come around. It was he was didn't say anything bad, but you could tell like what is. What is he doing with this? Is um, that uh is the casino show kind of I know for me personally like early shows like that kind of stay with me and I'm just wondering if like is that part of the reason why it's so many older characters in Joe Pera talks with you like the casino it's a lot of characters that seem like they would be in a casino if they weren't on <laughs> the show. It, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I guess I don't know. I always just had a lot of older people around uh, growing up, uh, and I found them funny in a way that, I don't know, I guess they were also a little bit slower paced. They're, you know, their personalities had really crystallized into something special through your experience, and, you know, they've got, I don't know, the peculiarities that, and also maybe the not worrying about how people think once you get to the, towards the end 
Um, yeah, the freedom of not uh, wanting ass and stuff anymore. Like you get to just. <laughs> I'm not worried about that, man. I'm I'm going to bingo. Yeah, these hoes right now. Yeah, so you, I, I always appreciated the older people for, for many reasons, and yeah, I yeah, it's based on you know a lot of the humor my grandparents had and their personalities. And um, yeah, so that, I think that's where a lot of that came from. Wait, were you watching? Were you watching things with your grandparents? <clears throat> yeah. Like, like what kind? What like what kind of programs? I mean, always Lawrence Welk, and then a lot of my grandmother watched mostly cooking shows on television, and right. uh, um, yeah, my dad liked older comedy. We watched a lot of that. You know, had to force to sit through Andy Griffith's show, which I didn't appreciate. But we had a two-sided VHS tape. It was like, or no, it wasn't two-sided, but it had like a couple episodes of I Love Lucy followed by a couple episodes of Honeymooners. And it was like, yeah, stuff like when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That I ended up watching going, like, a lot of back to like uh, what like Laurel and Hardy and such. No, things, not. Of, things of that nature. Because I no. had I, is that had you? A, well, no, I was not seeking it out, but I had a I had a teacher who um, I had a teacher named Mr. Musak at Holy Family Catholic Academy in sixth grade. Honolulu, We're doxing him. Uh, a good man. He was a you know, was a big, big like drama he had he was like a he loved um the theater what's it called when it's a positive doxing (laughs) when it's like i like him nice that's not hit him up i didn't give out his address no no i know i'm just wondering now just for generally for me later you know when he would uh would screen things when he would screen things for the class sometimes he would uh you know we'd have a day where you know he would he'd put on laurel and hardy shorts and okay. The, kids, the the other kids were like, "This is black okay. and white. I don't like this. This sucks." And I felt bad that he was sharing something that he loved with us so much, and not getting love in return. So I was, I was acting extra psyched. Okay, <laughs> like giving him a little juice. Again, That's nice yeah, of you. I, no, because I, so I was, I was, uh, you know, I was like, yes, like I want to, I want to watch Laurel and Hardy. Right now, damn. I, my me and my grandparents have a crazy media relationship. I just realized this. What's that? My grand, my grandma took me to see Scary Movie. <laughs> like I was in like I was in like fifth grade. We went to go see Scary Movie. Like the summer it came out. Like that's just like one note on it. Then me and her worked together for a while, and we would watch like um, we would watch like Sabado Gigante in the break room with his cleaners. We were working in the back of like a dry cleaners. Mm-hmm. And the break room, it was like we was the like only two like non-Latino employees working on the weekend. So we don't really get a say of what's happening in the break room. And it would just be like 
Latino Weekend TV, which is just like girls dancing. <laughs> so it's like me and my grandma just watching like chick shake ass on the weekends. When I was in high school, that was pretty crazy. My granddad was getting Girls Gone Wild uh, tapes. <laughs> Defining elements of your sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that and Major League Two. And the Major League Two VHS. You're just like doing crowd work, looking for something to fall back on, and you just turn to uh, women and you'd be like, I'll give you $20 to take your top off. And they're like, well, I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that came from. My sense of humor is uh, based on Girls Gone Wild. Whoa, no. So what do you so what do you do for a living, miss? Would you like to take twenty dollars? Take your top off? Oh no. That's cool. That's I think okay, going back to uh uh what do you think would be harder to figure out your way into an episode of uh Wild Now or a Mexican comedy program? Ooh, oh. honestly? Mexican comedy program. I mean, I have to. That's easy for me because I know English and I can. I can. I'll hit on a girl in a jersey. That ain't no problem. Yeah. <laughs> right. Versus, yeah. No. That. I guess. Yeah. I guess. But no can you hit on that girl in TV. Spanish? Yeah. Right. They're doing the same thing. It's yeah. just in Spanish. It's just. A, it's just reggaeton beats underneath. I mean, you can. Uh, I guess. I guess you can you can adapt to a Sabado Gigante if, in like a nonverbal role. Honestly, I think Brandon would be really good. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of quirky faces if, these days. He's doing yeah. wild faces. If if I yeah, you get me making uh, some crazy faces or or just like in a in a costume on that program. <laughs> but I do think I, I could I there is a damn. I feel like I I really. I miss my I miss my boat on Wild and Out. <laughs> Did you ever oh, have no. the chance? No, he had no, a no. pathway. I was never, he, I, was never I was never campaigning. He I was, was never, he uh, he did yeah. the Shack he did the Shack All Star Comedy Show in Baltimore, and had mm, that gone yes. differently, oh yeah, it didn't been go on the short track. <laughs> it, it didn't, didn't go like great. <laughs> That was well, yeah. That's that's a part of like living in DC and Baltimore. Is I, I there were some early shows where I did, uh, you know, like a black room uh, now and then. It, you know, it's it's crazy that at the time they would call they would call it like urban rooms. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. Do urban they still rooms. do that? They can't. Yeah, it's like on. Oh, I hope I hope they don't still do that because that feels. <laughs> nah, I think it's just blackmail. I don't think we do an urban yeah. no more. Urban, urban is crazy. Urban feels a little. Uh, it, that feels coded. That feels it, coded I mean, in a way that doesn't it sit right with me. That's like saying Braille feels bumpy. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it kind of did. Kind of do. Did you ever? Did you end up at? Did you ever perform in like an an urban room show? <laughs> sure, definitely doing comedy around New York. You end up with all sorts of audiences, and it's—I don't know—it's great. That's why I wonder. Like, yeah, no, I feel like a good comedian could do a good show anywhere. Yeah, and um, 
I don't know. That's why, I, like, part of me thinks, I don't know, it would be good to try and those two programs and see if you could figure it out. In the same way, like, I had to learn. Like, if I did the casino gig now, I think I could be okay. And, like, it would be awesome to have, know that you have the instincts to be funny in any situation. So I think, right. yeah. That's why I like doing clubs and all sorts of not I didn't. It's just a mix of uh, independent and club shows and all sorts of shows. And sure. Yeah, I feel like each one teaches you something different and how to adjust. And, um, no, I think I'm a big proponent of scene hopping. Yeah, um, which. I, yeah, I mean, I like because, uh, well, on the road for the most part, you're performing to people that know and love you. And it's like I assume a, mostly hot women. Joe, you got some hot women who are fans of you. All my—I don't mean to throw that at you like that, but I—I uh, I will say all my female fans are beautiful. And, uh, no, no, I don't. No, it's nice. no, they're nice crowds, and um, yeah, all different sorts of people. I just imagine when you look out, it's just like it's like it's like ninety eight of the hottest women, and then like a few dudes in like train conductor hats. And Pretty much, I say, aren't yeah. Whoa, I thought the Knicks had a game tonight. What are the Knicks cheerleaders doing here? And and the Brooklyn Nets cheerleaders, and the New York Jets cheerleaders, and the New York Giants cheerleaders, and. Sorry, I don't know. Are there even cheer- <laughs> there aren't there aren't cheerleaders anymore? Are there? No, they they're kind of been limited. They, they got have, a few. They they're Sorry. being limited, but they're they're still limiting around. they're limiting the shots. I feel. Yeah. I feel like there's not as many, uh, you know, cut, like pre-commercial cheerleader shots. They I let mean, them I wear was, pants now. I I was sort of I was raised I was raised in a different time where you know the XFL. I remember being a child for the XFL, and uh, they 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 had a big uh, ad- advertising campaign where they were like this this uh you know this next week we're gonna go into the XFL cheerleaders locker rooms. <laughs> no, I, I don't was, remember. Yeah, that. I was like a little boy. I was like a little boy, and I remember my grandparents took me to uh, the carnival, but I the whole time I was really hoping that we would get home in time for. The the XFL game, uh, but that has you know, the cheerleaders still exist, but it's not, um, you know, it ain't it, the Tampa there's, Outlaws. There's none of that. There's none of that. There's none of that yeah. stuff happening, and that's, and that's good, and that's good, folks. And yeah, yeah. We don't need we don't need all of these uh, sex comedies and such. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Honestly, though, yeah. Um. No, I mean, I I could have I could have gotten in a a couple uh, sex comedies if I if if I had <laughs> if I came up in the right time. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I even think about like the movie like Old School. It came out at an impressionable age. <laughs> when you know it makes you think uh, going uh, to you know. Do it in the college party, get drunk, and uh, yeah, uh, I don't know, just the approach to women and that stuff in that movie. And then now it's like, those guys are like in their 30s hey, trying to hook up with college girls. You kind of <laughs> see the different way when you're older. And like, I wonder what, 
Like every, <laughs> just every. I mean, the old the guys who are older should have been thinking like, yeah, these. I don't know why are these these thirty year old life dream is to just hook up with college <laughs> girls. <laughs> yeah, it seems like in real life what Owen Wilson was supposed to do was just leave the town. Oh yeah, this is that is Owen Luke, Wilson. I, this was Luke, Luke Wilson. My bad, Luke, Luke. Luke. Yeah, the, Luke should have just pack, as they called them at the time. <laughs> Yeah, Luke should have just moved towns. Probably. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Those. Uh, I mean, uh, was did Will? Uh, yeah, he. Well, that was like a big. That was one of like the first plot points of that movie is that he he sleeps with his his boss's seventeen year old daughter on accident. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can't. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say that probably don't do that. Yeah, so just looking at I don't know the content that was coming out then or um the I don't know yeah like the girls gone wild infomercials on TV all the time was yeah yeah for that age I don't know I don't know there's weird stuff all the time yeah. but yeah it was it's interesting to look like the XFL like it's it's kind of yeah now all that. Now all the XFL cheerleaders are the locker room's been locked and they're in grad school. <laughs> I don't know. I think that like Gen Z doesn't look at like they wouldn't watch old school the say I like I'm curious what they would think of it, but I don't think like the glamorized drinking is quite the same as it was. Right. For them. I think they know better and are smarter. I th- I think. I yeah. don't know. No, they you you uh, you couldn't show a um, Tucker Max book to a, a Gen Z <laughs> a, a Gen Z child. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, that's to, that know. was crazy. Yeah, no, it's ba- <laughs> that's that was like that's that's where it was a uh, that was that was a bridge too far. That was <laughs> that was that was out of control. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that was uh, yeah, that was out of control. Someone was just like, "Hey, Brandon, you want to read this Tucker Max book?" And you say, "Sorry, I gotta hang out with my friends Laurel and Hardy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, no, I was no, like, I seen well, it happen. I was, I was a, I was a little bit of a, I was kind of an old soul. I watched I watched Bob Newhart on my 16th birthday. <laughs> this was one of the first things he ever said to me. I was yeah. thinking about wh- how we met. Like, we're friends. When did it actually become we were friends? Because I kind of had a similar... I see him at the mics, and I'm like, yeah, this little kid, he's good. And it seems like he's aware of his goodness. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, we got... One of our first conversations, he was like, hey, yeah, you know, so I was watching, like, some Bob Newhart. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, little man, little cultured yeah. man. They don't, they don't know how they don't know how studious I was as a <laughs> about comedy as a as a teen. I was, I, you learned about comedy from shooting squirt guns. I didn't yeah. know you was doing the work. I didn't know you was watching no. film. I was sitting. I was sitting down and listening. Yeah, <laughs> to the button down mind of. Bob Newhart, <laughs> like when you back in the day when you started, and uh, you know, like what was the I, I guess what was the entry point? I mean, when Dan and I started, we were like 
Still have like the Comedy Central specials that were on a yeah. lot. We would watch it. You know, um, presents that presents era. Yeah, I remember that. That Pablo Francisco bit was cracking me up. For, Movie trailer, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like Aaron Neville. That was my one when he would do the Aaron Neville. Oh really? I don't. Yeah. I don't <laughs> it was really. It was just him making noises. But I loved it. <laughs> that was good. I'll have to look that up. But like, I mean, Mitch Hedberg was great. We saw Dan and I saw him a few weeks before he died um, in Buffalo, and that was. Uh, it was looking back. It was a little uh, sad because he wasn't. At, he was. You could tell he was on something during the show, and yeah. also not. It was something to see. We thought, I mean, he would like had to lay down during the show, which as teenage, yeah. uh, um, yeah. and he had to like, he got a broom from off stage to sweep all of the, the bad jokes off the show, which was pretty funny. <laughs> it was, it was really funny. You could tell, yeah. you know, how deeply funny he was to his core. But looking back, it's like, I wish it's kind of wild that he was in that, shape and there's a whole theater of people laughing at it and not thinking like oh i don't know maybe he's uh, you know he could use some help but i don't but I, yeah no but he was just he was so funny it was that was very exciting for us to see dan dan and i went to that and um um i don't know the, the christopher guest stuff was big waiting uh, yeah. um uh, British office at the in in high school was exciting. There's a ton of stuff and from, from all over the place. But then and then a lot of the old stuff we used to watch. My dad and I haven't you know. watched. I haven't watched the specials. It's just I don't yeah. Know, uh, he has he has some things to say. He has some did things we already, to say did, about the trans community. Did we get into them too? Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they got it. They got a. They got put on the list. I thought he was going after. Wasn't the one named like animals or something? And he did it. Oh wait, oh, I, I, I haven't seen confused. that one. Oh, maybe I'm confused. Uh, I did see Joe do a joke about not 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 so much of Joe ma- making a po- making a, a a nice a a good point about uh, American Idol season one. William Hung, <laughs> is, this, is this in the special? Yeah, it made it. Okay, yes. thank God. I was uh, thinking about where our country went wrong. <laughs> uh, there's a few instances, sure. Well, the one that stands out to me was when in 2003, William Hung auditioned for American Idol. And, 28 million American viewers laughed at an immigrant man doing his best. (laughs) There was nothing wrong with him. I looked it up, but you saw saw the footage. It very well could have been. And still, we laughed. It might be too far to say that because of that, we deserve the situation we're in. (laughs) But maybe if we were a little nicer, the Sopranos movie would have been better. (laughs) 
it was felt, a very unkind time. Yes, it felt like there was like I'm trying to think who, but there's like National Fool, and I think that the uh, like the internet and stuff has got us too divided. But remember, everybody knew who William Hung was. Everybody made fun of him for a period of time, and it was just like, here's your turn as Nat Fool that everybody is aware of. And, right. Um, yeah, that doesn't happen in the same way anymore. Uh, I, it's it's a good. There's there's like my my uh, micro uh, micro fools in different right. play online in a different uh, in a different way, but not one that ev- everybody made. F- he was made fun of by everybody in the entire country. It's um, so sad. Yeah. yeah it is. So All for I've, Fox. Also, Fox could sell some, some ads for Tide Pods or whatever. Man, it sucks. I know it was. It was a. It's a. It was a nasty time. William, I'm glad that, uh, you know, we've we've had some reappraisal of the William Hung situation. And I'm sure he's he's doing. I think he's doing all right. I think he has like, a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like he's hanging out. I haven't checked. But on it him was. In a minute. It was like a. Yeah, it was just an entire nation being like, haha, look at this, like, possibly mentally handicapped immigrant. Um, and everybody was just sort of universally like, yeah, this is, this is good. This is, this is funny for all of us. It is interesting. They don't, there's no, how come it ain't no, you gotta think there's a couple, uh, mentally handicapped white guys. That might have did some like Conway Twitty that got cut from the tapes. Yeah, we yeah. ain't even getting to that part. Mm. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, um, I I do one of my favorite moments on on the show on uh, on Joe Parrot talks with you is when you and Gene put on the the sunglasses <laughs> and you're doing L.A. guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I no it's so accurate. Much. No, I love We're it. in no, LA and we no, love I it. No, I hate I I <laughs> no, I hate that stuff. I'm recording in a coffee bean right now. No, the uh when you say <laughs> really? when you got yeah, the shades I've been on, in a coffee bean. you got the shades on and you uh you say I'm so psyched for all my friends who are killing it. <laughs> yeah, that's all time. It's uh right? very real. It's very Gene real. With the fedora. Should I do Gene with the fedora? I'll do LA Gene for Halloween this year maybe. That would be. That's a good costume. That would be I'm very. Have to pull that off. That's a good one. It's like it's like exotic though too. When you get the comedian who comes out from L.A., everybody, <laughs> you know, it's like or when you get a New York comedian who visits L.A., it's something mm. special for the people. They think they're in for something different for some reason. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, oh, yeah. No, it's oh, ex- this is yeah. this is an exotic treat. <laughs> yeah, and don't even get me started when somebody visits from Britain. To, oh lord! You know, <laughs> oh boy! So like people, when they hear an accent in the United States of a British person on stage, and you know, a lot of times it's good, but they just almost think it's like it's going to be something oh, wildly, or it's just treated as a, something special. When yeah, yeah. it's kind, of, it's it's good. That's why it's good to play other places. Um. Well, you went. Yeah, you went. You went global. You went global on this one. On this yes. tour, they are, and British British people love you, right? Yeah, it was really fun 
the yeah the British or the the shows I did some shows in London and then kind of worked my way north and I had a great time in all the places but it felt like the further north that I went kind of like the more ruckus the audience until I got to Scotland and they were just really just um you know when you get an audience that shows up and they're down to just to have to laugh real hard and you yeah. know yeah there is a sense in London where it's like show us what you got there you gotta win them over a little bit they were good shows right. but then Scotland they were like just so ready to go and the difference fun. between West Hollywood and East LA for those playing at home I feel like I feel like uh. London would be the West Hollywood you're at the improv all the everybody's a little buttoned up but then when you get to like Whittier when you the further you get from West Hollywood the more down a crowd is until you get to like Riverside where they might throw a drink at you but <laughs> between there I think That's, East LA is actually a really good place to perform was like the last time you had to deal with like a a true like a row, rowdy in the bad way crowd uh i there was nothing it wasn't bad but the crowd that was the drunkest was grand rapids on tour and there's this uh woman who kept on yelling from the back i guess she worked at a frank lloyd wright house and she kept on insisting during the show that I visit the Frank Lloyd Wright house. And it was kind of perfect for my audience, but it was, Wait, oh, so, I said, okay, so okay, okay, okay I'll, I'll try to find time. And she goes, no, you gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> she like pulled out her phone. It was like, nah, listen, it's some available times. <laughs> it felt like if I didn't give her, uh, like a hard commitment, she wasn't going to stop yelling about this Frank Lloyd Wright house. So I like I like that that is the the version of like a a drunk uh, rowdy person in your crowd is is a lady who keeps yelling about how you have to visit this Frank Lloyd Wright house. That one, and then in Tampa, it was rowdy. This person brought sheet music and yeah. started. They yelled from the back. I. I bring you, I give you the sheet music, and I said, <laughs> "How about after the show?" And then they yelled back, no, "I want to give it to you now." Woo! <laughs> Yo, I was like, I, I don't know how to deal with this heckle because it's really kind of you know they mean well as a somebody who went out and bought sheet music, who's also yelling at me. I don't. It took a moment, and I just had to be like. Because then once it gets, once you, people, I don't know, it feels like people want to watch a heckler get torn apart real yeah, bad. Yeah, well, you are you are dropping so, the, uh, I mean, we we, we want to plug the special Slow and Steady, but you are also dropping a Joe Para owns heckler uh, epic, epic moment <laughs> compilation as well as a yeah. companion piece. Yeah, That's coming um, out on Vimeo? That's going to be on Vimeo? Yeah. Two ninety nine. Nice, but yeah, crowd, um, crowd work king. Is but, but yeah, but they want to, they want to see that, and it wasn't that fun. I was just like, okay, I'm sorry, but the show. I was like, people, you know, they like, you know, they wanted you to be like, oh, this guy, you got a the dumb head, shut up, you dumb ass. 
But <laughs> instead, I was just like, please, I don't want to make a thing out of this. I'll get the sheet music after the show. And uh, I appreciate it if you just let me finish so that all the other people can have a good time. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I, there's, there's sort of a weird modern demand for uh, comedians to uh, humiliate audience members that get out of line. Like, it's a, yeah. a weird thing online now. It, yeah. Yes, it went online, but it was always that way. I mean, yeah, but my, I think that like people are back more in the bloodthirsty day. Than, than ever. Yeah, it's the volume's definitely turned up on that. I did want to yeah. bring up one thing before we, uh, we head out, uh, which is one, the. Well, I just wanted to mention that uh, I did see you one time open for Trippy Red. <laughs> Whoa. At at the, at the Adult Swim Fest, I feel like people don't know about this. Uh, I did see you uh, perform right before a Trippy Red set, which I, at the time I was like, that that seems like crazy scheduling. And this is actually the day that I I was there when you when you met your uh, met your GF on the on the same day, uh, and you lied you lied to me and you said that she was a a professional soccer player. <laughs> which I I uh, believed for <laughs> I believed until I was told otherwise because you just were running around telling people you know Joe Perry's yeah. dating a <laughs> it didn't get that far but I he did lie to me and I did believe him sorry um, it was a funny funny goof that made everybody laugh but I um, uh but yeah, you went you went up uh, right before Trippy Red, and it, you had a, a great set. Thank you. yeah, it was fun. I don't know. I, I yeah, like we were talking about earlier, it's fun to be in an unusual situation, stand up wise, and there's the tension of what, how do you do a comedy set right now? And it's like that's always when you can find your way out of it. I guess that's the excitement I like to find out of sets, not like confrontation with a guy but you know just how will yeah. this go down i mean to be to be fair it was at it was at adult swim fest there were like right. many people yes. that were there to see you specifically that were fans of the show it wasn't sure. like it wasn't at no. rolling loud rolling loud miami <laughs> this wasn't this wasn't the this wasn't a joe para rolling loud trippy was red trippy stuff. red off stage did you see it was there like a guy with a crazy Face tat watching you from off stage. I think I I can't remember now if I went up before or after. It's mm. kind of a. Do you? Because they kind of have just one act or another, and yeah, but it was yeah. So I, yeah, maybe I made it sound true dramatic, but it was an outdoor stage, and it was you know kind of a party audience, so I had to keep it. Uh, you know, kind of, yeah, had to capture attention, which is fun. I don't know. Yeah, I forget how it went. I had to come up, I came up with some way to address it that I can't remember. I think you did a, you did some bit where it was, um, it was you rapidly uh, lip syncing to a, a rap song and you just kind of moved, moved your mouth up and down. Oh, yes. Yes, I remember <laughs> that one. Am I am I describing this bit accurately? Yeah, I forget the 
which one it was, but it was kind of like, yeah, I pretended to like, that I, I learned enough lyrics to, to sing along to, and then I just kind of lip synced. But it was, yeah, that was, that was what it was. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Kryptonite by, uh, Purple. purple. Oh, Purple City? Purple, the, I know you're talking about. Big Boy and the guys. Yeah, yeah, yep. It's a great song. But that was kind of how, but yeah, that's how I guess I got everybody's attention outside. I'll be um, on that, sh- that I have you on that I don't want no more. It's a classic, that's just great writing. Yeah. yeah. You give your um, girlfriend the bad, the bad, you give your girls the bad weed and keep the good weed for yourself. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> Everybody knows that. All right. Well, thank you for uh, coming on. I feel like you, you gotta you gotta get out of here. Appreciate you, yeah. man. Um, yeah, but it's been very. Um, let everybody know how to how to find how to find the special and all that. You just go on uh, YouTube.com and mm-hmm. search "Slow and Steady" and it's for free. Or you can watch it on my website. Hoping people might uh, buy a t-shirt or a hat to support, but no pressure. If not, just hope everybody watches and enjoys it. Great. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Slow and steady. Go uh, watch it on uh, the on your phone, on your TV, on your on your uh, computer. Um, YouTube.com. Joe Para. Slow and steady. Joe, thank you for coming on. Hopefully, we can we can do this in real life. Yeah. See you in Bushwick soon, baby. Yeah, come guys. Please let me know. That'd be fun. All right, thanks, Joe. Cool, cool. Thanks, guys. Are we? Do, oh, do you mind? Can we stay out for just one more sec? Because I had a thought. 